0: Hello friend, oh my goodness, it is officially the second day of spring, can I get an amen? (laughs) There is nothing that makes me happier than warm sunshine and daffodils, right? Daffodils are blooming, I'm a happy camper. Okay, so while I was at the gym today, um, I got a whole bunch of comments in my online community and um, a community member shared that she is really struggling with creating harmony or balance in her life. So she's seeing really good growth in one or two areas, but she's also feeling like that growth shows that the other areas that are important to her are maybe suffering a little bit. And um, it just was a perfect addition to what I was already planning to talk about today in the podcast. Um, so here's the truth of the matter. They might be. They might be. Those other areas of your life may, in fact, be suffering a little when you're seeing growth in something else in your life, right? They might not be getting the same level of attention that you would love to give to them. But my question for you is why does that have to be wrong? See, I think we're really quick to jump to the conclusion that because life feels unbalanced, it must be wrong, right? And I've done this. I've done this so many times in my life. Something will take priority. It will be the most important thing because it's necessary, that that is the most important thing, but instead of focusing on the fact that I made a choice, a conscious choice that this needs to be my top priority. Instead of focusing on that, I'm too worried about feeling like a failure in the other areas of my life. So now I can't give the area that I feel called to give the utmost attention and importance because I'm too busy feeling guilty about the areas that I'm not paying attention to. And this is why I'm really passionate about talking about harmony. See, I think balance is great. I think the idea of balance is great. It's not a wrong concept, but I think what happens in our mind is we think of like the scales, like in Lady. I don't. I don't know if you've seen like Lady Justice. You know, with like the the old fashioned scales, and there's like a little cup on one side and a little cup on the other, or a plate or whatever. Anyway, those scales, the the old fashioned balancing scales when we think about balance in that way, which I think is a lot of our um, our, our mind picture, at least for me, um, what happens with that kind of scale is the weights need to measure perfectly, right? So one side of the scale is gonna have a certain amount on it. And in order for the scales to be balanced, the other side also has to have the same amount of weight on it. And that is what we, at least for me and in my experience, what I've seen people think of as balance is it all has to be even. Now, balance in the idea of how I refer to it as harmony is a completely different thing. But if you are operating under the idea that everything needs to be even, then you are gonna feel really messed up a lot of the time. You're gonna feel really stressed out because life isn't even, it's never even. It is. I, I've never seen a point in my life when it has been even. Most of the time, in my experience, it works a little bit more like a good harmony in music. See, in music, certain lines of the song will be more pronounced than others. Certain, um, Certain musical things will be more pronounced in other, than others. So maybe the piano will take a a front seat, and all the other instruments pull back, or the melody line kind of takes over, and the bass line pulls back. Do you see where I'm going with this? See, harmony is a completely different story and it it shows up in my mind in a completely different way than balance. If life is harmonious, then certain areas of life are going to be higher and lower just like in a really good song. It doesn't mean that the bass line is less important than the melody. It just means that right now it needs to take a supportive backseat, okay? And so this kind of leads me to what I wanna to talk about to be- talk about today, which is how to create more flow and more harmony in your life. And see, I think this idea of balance can be really harmful because if you've got that idea of scales, then tipping the scales in any one way is going to make you feel out of balance. But life isn't perfect like that. It's not even all the time. But when life isn't perfect, then you may find yourself going to search for another perfect method, right? So it's like, oh, well, that calendar didn't work. I'm going to try something else. Oh, that, that book didn't work. I'm going to go try something else. And this is really important for me as a coach. I don't teach methods for getting your life together. Like I'm, I'm not going to tell you there's this perfect method and it really bothers me when people do. I have journaling prompts you can use. I have tools that can help you uncover whatever your version of wonderment looks like. I am always going to be here to encourage you. Like I will be your personal cheerleader. I'm serious. Send me a DM. I will encourage you. That's how I roll. But I don't have a method, because I believe that those like five-step morning routine, blah, 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 I think it's a load of well, I'm going to let you use your imagination because we're going to keep this PG. Um, but I'll let you guess what I think it might be a load of. <laughs> okay, so here's why the methods for creating balance or flow in your life don't work. Okay? And and I think this is it's really important to talk about this because a lot of us, are constantly searching for new methods. Now, hear me out. I don't think there's anything wrong for like looking for ideas. I do it all the time. I encourage clients to do it all the time. Someone may have come up with an idea and a piece of that may work very well for you. But when the whole whole picture doesn't work, that's where the problem happens because then you feel like a failure. So here's why these methods, I'm putting them in air quotes, here's why they don't work. Number one, your personality and mine are completely different. Does that mean it's wrong? No, we were all made to have completely different personalities. I am extroverted. I love people. I love adventure. I love leaving my house. I love having a busy life. I love going places. It's fun to me. And so for me, having that kind of personality Um, If I were to teach a method that's working for me right now to someone who's an introvert, it is like so not going to work. (laughs) Because you love naps and you love to stay at home and you don't want to go out places, right? So your personality and mine are very different and that's okay. The next thing is that your life and mine are very different. I was following this person for a while and I absolutely loved their content, Um, but they started sharing this like method and it kind of started to bug me and I was trying to figure out why and then I realized, oh, hey, that's because it doesn't work for everyone and they're touting it like it does. And then they're making you feel bad because it's not working for you. Well, you're just not disciplined enough, no. My life is completely different than yours and that's okay, right? So the people that are in the get up early crowd and, you know, get all your gym stuff out of the way first thing, that is great for some people. It does not work for me because our family operates at a different pace. We are very fast paced, but my hubby works until 10 or 11 o'clock at night and so in order for us to have good quality family time, our kids stay up late, I stay up late, the kids get to see daddy when he comes home a lot of the nights, and we have that flexibility currently because we homeschool, and we run a very different calendar than a lot of people. But when someone tells me, you need to get up at 5 a.m., I'm like thinking in my head, well, if I get up at 5 a.m., that's five hours of sleep. There goes my health down the drain, okay? Okay. So it doesn't work for someone else's method to squish me into a box that my life doesn't fit in. Maybe getting up early does work for you. And if it does, that's great. But stop trying to put someone else's perfect method on your life and expecting it to fit without like a lot of renovation. You know, the next thing is your family and mine are different absolutely. You may have no kids. You may be single. You may have, um, a family that lives in an RV. You may have 10 kids. I don't know. Our families are different and that creates a huge dynamic change. Um, my kids are now older and I can operate at a different pace than I could when they were babies. If you have babies, you know, you get like zero things done for a long time. It's okay. You'll get through it. I promise mama, you'll be fine. (laughs) But family dynamics can really change things. You know, girls that are single can get a lot of other things done that I don't have the capacity for right now because I have small humans that I need to help keep alive, right? Um, The next thing is hormones. Girls, hear me out. Your hormones and mine are different and that's okay. (laughs) They're supposed to be. Occasionally we may all cycle sync together. (laughs) But Hormones play a huge role in our lives as women and it's time that we start understanding the role that they play and how it affects our daily lives. It's going to affect your life. So instead of feeling like a failure or feeling like you're lazy, maybe take a look at your cycle and figure out where you're at and how it's affecting your energy levels, okay? Okay. Your health and mine are different, right? You may have more energy or less energy than I do. Um, my health goals are different. Right now, it's weightlifting and eating nutrient-dense foods. And clients of mine are vegan. And other clients struggle with, you know, other health issues and autoimmune diseases. There are so many different reasons that we need to factor in our current lifestyle and health goals and and health realities and struggles and things like that. We need to factor these in when it comes to creating the life that we want to live and chasing wonderment and allowing life to flow depending on where you're at in your life. And the last one that I wanna mention is that your dreams and mine are different. And again, that is normal. It's okay. So this person that I was following had very similar dreams to mine, but her life was different. Her family was different. Her personality was different. Her health was different. And guess what? She had the capacity to get up at 5 a.m. when I did not. She had the capacity to do these things when I did not. She had different dreams than me. And all of those factors combined meant that her perfect five-step method that she was trying to teach was not going to just plug and play into my life. And no amount of someone saying, well, you just have to do it anyway, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, okay? All right, so here's the thing. If you are looking for like a fresh start in life, if you're ready to figure out what Chasing wonderment looks like for, for you. I am so excited. And if you want to work with me, I would like love to meet with you and see if we're a good fit. But I refuse to be a person that says, oh, you're going to do this five-step thing and your life's going to be better. <laughs> if you don't have the money, the time, the capacity, or the desire to work with me, please hear me. You don't need me. Okay. You can absolutely figure this flow out on your own. You can do it without me. I might be able to help you get there faster because like I've made a lot of mistakes (laughs) that I might be able to help you navigate around. I've learned a lot through trial and error, but you don't need me. You can learn it through trial and error on your own just like I did. And I'm not going to be the coach that tells you, you have to work with me just so I can make a dollar. I I just can't do that. That's, I cannot teach methods and this level of balance. And, you know, if you do these five things or these 10 things every day, your life's going to be better. No, it doesn't work. There is no such thing as copy and paste. I don't care how close we are in personality or in lifestyle or whatever it's still not going to work. We have different values. We have different dreams. We have different goals. We have different lives and that's okay. So all that to say, I feel like I just got on a soapbox y'all, but I'm really passionate about this. (laughs) How can you relax and just let your life start to flow? All right. Point number one, get really clear on where you're at. I think of this like a GPS. You cannot know where you're going if you don't currently know where you're at, right? So we're gonna set the GPS to like our current location first. So grab a piece of paper, this is super easy. Ask yourself, what does my life look like right now? Include all the things. Where do I wish I was? what am i proud of for accomplishing right now just grab a piece of paper and just write down everything about your current life get really really clear on where you're at number two is to get a vision for what you want in the future this is the address that you put in your gps right so ask yourself questions like what do i want life to feel like what would i love to experience moving forward i am not telling you when you say like a vision for what you want. I don't teach my clients to like pick Bermuda, you know, like, oh, what specifically do you want? We kind of get to that later. The idea for getting a vision of what you want is that we're getting kind of touchy feely. We're getting in our feels and we're figuring out what we want to experience in our life so that we can begin to experience it right now before we have all the things that we think we need okay because often we get real caught up in all these things that we want we want to go here we want to do this vacation we want to get a different job we want to blah, blah blah all these things right but those are not as important as the aesthetic or the vibe that you want your life to feel like That is how you experience life. Whether you have the things that you want or you don't, that creates contentment and joy and peace in your daily life right here, right now. So that you feel like you have more capacity. You feel like you can breathe and you feel like you can just enjoy it and and soak in the wonder of every day. Okay? all right. the next thing that I want you to do is I want you to remember... That when, and I'm saying when, not if, when life gets messy, take a step back. The reason I'm saying when, not if, is because life is always going to get messy. We are going to make goals. We're going to create vision. We're going to do all these things, and then something's going to happen, right? So and so is going to call. Somebody's going to end up in the hospital with stitches. Your day is not going to go as planned. You're going to have a total meltdown and cry for two hours. Things are going to happen. Okay, so. When life gets messy, when you have chosen, okay, this is where I'm at, this is where I wanna go. In order to get from point A to point B, I need to prioritize these couple of things. But I know all of these different things matter and that's something that I teach in coaching. We pick the things that matter most to us and we check in with them and we ask ask ourselves, okay, which one is more important right now? What am I prioritizing? What maybe is taking that baseline? You know, it's a supportive background element right now. Um, Those are really important pieces to creating a life that feels well-rounded and feels harmonious. And so when, again, when (laughs) life gets messy, the first thing that I want you to do is to take a step back. Take a step back and give yourself a minute to assess the situation. This is where I have had to really work in my own life and I have learned that some positive self-talk or just balanced neutral self-talk, doesn't have to be positive, just neutral, neutral self-talk can go a really long way. Because often life will start to feel out of whack and if I don't catch my thought process and catch my mindset in time, I will go off on like a bunny trail of everything's awful and I'm failing and blah, 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 right? So I have a very hard time trusting that I've made the right decision. And by the right decision, I'm not talking about perfect. I'm pretty sure I've done a whole podcast episode on that. Often there is no right decision. I mean, unless it's like a moral issue. Um, there isn't a right decision in a lot of areas in our lives, right? And so by when I say right, I mean more wise. So I have a hard time trusting that I've made a wise choice. You know, I will second guess, did I make a wise choice in prioritizing this over this right now? And so what I have had to learn how to do is when I feel that kind of spiral of feeling like everything's out of whack, feeling like I'm failing in certain areas of my life, pulling myself back and just asking myself, Wait a second. (laughs) Why am I choosing to prioritize this thing over that right now? So if you're in that situation, pull yourself back for a second and ask yourself these couple questions. Why am I choosing to prioritize this thing over that right now? Does it make sense? Am I doing this because it's a good choice for me? Am I doing this out of a heart of service or am I doing this because I feel guilty? Because doing something because you feel guilty is like usually not a good reason. Here's the thing, you already know the answers, but often slowing down and giving yourself time to like think through that why can really help you ground and reground yourself in the decision to let something else take a backseat or become a baseline right in the harmony of our lives so the first thing that you want to do well it's actually the third <laughs> so we pull pulling back for a second how to relax and just let life flow and let it be more harmonious one get clear on where you're at Two, get a vision for what you want and yes the questions that i asked just a few minutes ago for each of those points like pause it and answer them write them down on a piece of paper and answer them for yourself the third thing is to take a step back and Just give yourself some neutral self-talk on the situation. Ask yourself these questions. Am I doing this or why am I choosing to prioritize this thing right now? Does it make sense? Am I doing this because it's a good choice for me? Walk through those questions or ask yourself your own version of those questions to just kind of pull yourself back and create a, a more neutral state of being in your mind and in your heart, in your feelings. The next thing is that when you find yourself in this place um, is to decide what you're setting on the baseline and what you're picking up as a priority. So what we're essentially doing is we're taking a step back and we're just reprioritizing everything because sometimes people get sick and what you thought was a priority is no longer a priority or your life changes or, you know, something happens and suddenly you have to reprioritize. But often we don't think that we have to reprioritize. Everything just feels really messy and out of balance. It's not. You just need to slow down and reprioritize. So what we're doing is we're, we're self-talking, we're giving ourselves some positive or neutral self-talk and just making sure that we have made a wise decision. And then we're going to decide which things we are purposefully setting as the baseline. We are putting them as a helpful, background, supportive thing in our lives. We're giving ourselves permission to set that thing down And maybe you can also choose a time to pick it back up again. Here's what I mean by that. Like you can choose a time to reassess when you might pick that thing back up again. Um, So I follow this lady on Instagram and one time she said something about how life was getting really busy and she was feeling super guilty about not having time to exercise. And she was starting to look at her calendar and think, where can I fit it in? Where can I fit it in? It's just, you know, and she just felt so guilty and really stressed about this idea that she didn't have time to exercise. And then she pulled back again. Like again, here's that, we, we're stepping back and we're assessing the situation. <laughs> we're assessing the, the priorities in our lives in a wise way. And she realized it doesn't fit in my calendar. And that was the moment that she realized, okay, I have made a wise choice. I made a wise choice to not exercise because at the point of life I'm at, it doesn't work. And she did something that I thought was so cool. She said she chose purposefully to set her exercise on the back burner. Again, we're putting it on a baseline. If she had time, she did it. If not, she wasn't going to worry about it. She chose to not stress over putting that off on the baseline. But she also gave herself permission to think about when she might pick it back up again. And I loved that idea. So she realized that in March, her calendar would open up again and the things that were on her plate would be, most of them would be kind of accomplished or achieved or, you know, the term of the thing would be run out. And so she was like, hmm, it looks like March is when life's going to open up a little bit and I may have more time. And her idea was that she would choose to reassess and potentially pick up exercising again when the timing was right, if the timing was right. And I thought that was so neat. It's such a neat concept to give ourselves permission to set something aside, but also giving ourselves a time to reassess when it might be wise to pick it back up again. Here's the thing. If you get to March or well, we're in March, if you get to June and you realize I still don't have time. Guess what? It's okay. You give yourself permission to wait another month or two or three and then reassess again, right? This is why I do goal setting every quarter because it affects my life in such a way and our lives are constantly changing and moving and and flowing. And I mean, if you think about music, it's constantly going up and down and around and it, it's different all the time and it's supposed to be like that. And so this process of letting things flow, of relaxing, of letting it be what it's gonna be, it doesn't mean we just go the flow and never do anything and never try to fix our lives. It means that we are being intentional and allowing life to flow and being intentional throughout the flow, right? So in wisdom, when life gets messy, Decide what you're setting as a baseline and what you're picking up as a priority. So give yourself that time to kind of have some wise self-talk. Talk Talk yourself through that decision. If you struggle with that decision-making process like I do, choose and make sure it's wise then choose what you're setting specifically on the baseline. Maybe for you, it's exercise. Maybe for you, it's a perfect diet. You know what? Your kids will not die if they eat hot dogs and peanut butter and jelly. I promise. Mine survive on that a lot. (laughs) It's okay. So choose what you're setting on the baseline and what you're picking up as a priority. Then if you really, if that baseline thing really matters to you, maybe consider when will I reconsider this? When will it make sense for me to reassess this situation and see if the priorities need to change again? The last thing that I want you to do, and this is hard and this is ongoing and this never stops and this is the mindset work that we all love and hate at the same time every time you start to feel guilty or less than or like a failure or shame over the choices that you have made in these areas that you're trying to prioritize or deprioritize. Anytime you feel some kind of way about them, I want you to work on capturing those thoughts and speaking the truth over them. What I do is in my own life, and I often teach clients, is to aim for positive, neutral thoughts. We are not here aiming to give ourselves some huge, grand affirmation. My life is perfect and it's wonderful, and I'm just gonna make a million dollars. Guess what? If you have, like, if you do not have two pennies to rub together and you're gonna say, I'm making a million dollars, your brain is not gonna believe it, okay? (laughs) Instead, you're aiming to speak a simple truth, as simple and short and concise as you possibly can make it. Speak a simple truth over yourself that can help neutralize those feelings of guilt, shame, or failure when you're starting to feel like everything's out of balance again. So let's let's say you have realized that life is out of balance and certain things feel like they're kind of falling off your your wagon, your... Um, Your scale, but again, we're turning it into harmony. So now we're looking at it from a completely different perspective. We're seeing that these things are just going to take the baseline. They're going to be a supportive, like thing down low. They're not as important right now, but it doesn't mean they aren't important in the future. It doesn't mean they don't play a part in our lives, right? So here's something you could say if you find yourself in this position I choose this area of focus for a reason. I know why this matters, and I know why I'm putting it as the melody right now. But again, we want this to be as simple and concise as possible. So what you could say to yourself instead is, I choose this, right? That's it. I choose this or I chose this. And that will remind you, you've talked yourself through this was a wise decision. This was, there was a reason that you picked this or these two things as a priority and set the other things on the baseline. You've talked yourself through this. So every time that feeling comes up or that lie comes up of you should be doing this. Why aren't you making time for that? You could just tell yourself, I choose this or I chose this. That's what I'm talking about for positive, neutral thoughts. That's what I'm talking about when we speak truth over ourselves. The simpler and shorter and more concise you can get it, the better. You can even walk through these steps, specifically the, you know, finding a wise reason for why you're choosing these things, just making sure you're grounded in that reason. Um, While you're talking through that, you use that talk, that positive self-talk that you kind of talk your way through making the decision of setting this thing down or picking this thing up You use that to create that thought beforehand because those thoughts are going to come up. Those lies, that guilt, that shame, those feelings of failure, the feeling like everything's out of balance and out of whack, they're going to come up. So while you're choosing, okay, this is why I'm making this a priority, this is why I'm setting this thing down, okay? I know that this is wise for me. So, you know, while we're in that kind of place of deciding, and, and making sure we're grounded in the choice that we're making, you come up with a simple phrase right then and there that can help you to speak truth over your life when you are doubting the reasons that you've made the choices. Or you don't even realize you're doubting it, but you're just like stressed out because everything feels out of whack, right? Right? Okay, I hope this was really helpful. Um, This is my process. This is what I do when life feels out of balance. Um, If you loved this podcast episode and you want to work with me, Wonder Bloom is open right now. I'm so excited. It is a six-week life coaching program that just helps you get a fresh start in life. So it's actually really similar to what we talked about today. Um, we get really clear on where we're at. We have Clarity Week. We have a Vision Week. We talk about mindset and why mindset's important and how your brain works and how to get positive, neutral thoughts created in your life. Um, And then we talk about goal setting and how to get from point A to point B. There's mindset work thrown all the way through it because you cannot change your life and live intentionally and chase wonderment without working on your brain. It's such a huge part of our lives. So all this thing, Wonderbloom, six-week life coaching program to help you get a fresh start in life. If you want more info, you can head to chasingwonderment.com slash bloom, forward slash bloom. That's B-L-O-O-M. Short for Wonder Bloom. (laughs) Um, And that will give you all the info. The pricing is on there. Um, If you have any questions, please reach out. And also, if you want a free personalized coaching session, oh my gosh, I would love to meet you. Um, Please book a Wonder Session. It is 30 minutes or more. Let's be honest. We talk a lot on Wonder Sessions. Um, But it's about 30 minutes on Zoom. And you just chat about life and tell me where you're at. And maybe tell me what you're struggling with or where you're feeling stuck. Um... And my goal is just to listen to you, give you some encouragement, and give you at least one step to help you get unstuck. If that's something you're interested in, you can head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session. All the links that I mentioned will be included right here in the show notes, right in the podcast listening app. So you should just be able to scroll under the episode and click on some links. Um, If you ever want to connect with me, I would love to hear from you. You can email me, Kate at Chasing Send me a DM on Instagram. Instagram I'm over there at chasing wonderment it's all just about chasing wonderment guys um and I just hope this episode was really encouraging to you thanks for being here thanks for listening and I cannot wait to chat with you next week whatever else you do whether you reach out and work with me or you don't and you feel like you can figure this out on your own the one thing I want to remind you is to keep chasing wonderment you got this friend see ya Hey there, if you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.